when I was about eight or nine years old, walking along, looking at some leaves on the hedge, and I was just suddenly aware of my own existence and the sense that there was a presence behind supporting me. Subsequently, throughout my whole life, I've had the sense of being held by something and that it's become a kind of um, numinous presence behind me. And it's always been a frustration to me that I can't move into it in a deeper way. It's always been there. It hasn't never changed. A week ago, I was sitting, I have a meditation technique, so my mind was quite quiet. I felt a knot in my solar plexus, like a ball of black gristle, rather horrible sense. It was generating feelings of shame and guilt and fear. So I just tried to go into it with my awareness. It started to loosen and disintegrate. And then it became like a black hole, which I was moving into. And there was nothing. It was just blackness. But at the same time, when I was in the middle of this blackness, I felt this feeling of presence again, as if it was my guardian who was holding me. I know that one of the big premises of your teaching is to open and soften the heart. And at that point, when I was really deep in blackness, I wasn't able to open enough to enter something much bigger. Can you examine this with me and see where I go with this? There isn't anything that stops you as awareness from opening and softening. That black ball of gristle, so to speak, has to do with all of the conclusions that you've drawn. And they reside in your subconsciousness. And it is what influences your behavior in your conscious self. When you're aware of that substance, it's really a substance of yourself, but your subconscious self. When as awareness you enter that, it opens as you open. When it seems to you that you get to a certain point and you can't open and soften, it's not because you're not able to. It's because you're holding to a conclusion that has been drawn. That's like reaching a line experienced in some way in yourself that exists in your subconsciousness. When that line or that conclusion, which has been drawn sometime in your past, when you encounter that line and it holds your belief, you won't be able to move past it. As soon as you conclude the truth of something, that you don't actually know the truth of. You make something real that you don't know is real. Once concluded, a line is in place. That conclusion in yourself holds. It holds you from crossing the line. And on its own it holds. It's a form that you've put in place. It's a thought form that you have empowered 
with your belief. Once that line is in place in your subconsciousness and you're no longer consciously aware of that conclusion that you've drawn, something in your life can activate that conclusion. When it does, it draws in your belief. You'll continue from where you were when you drew that conclusion. As you continue in that with your belief, that line becomes harder. The conclusion strengthens. How does one break through that then? As awareness, don't believe what you don't know the truth of. That conclusion will come apart when you reach that line. If your belief doesn't go to where you've already put it. When you reach that line, if there's anything within the substance of that line that has to do with a conclusion that you've drawn at some point in your past, if there's anything in that conclusion that serves you in yourself, then when you reach that line, you won't be able to go past it. You won't be able to be free of it. I won't be able to get past that belief because it's serving me in some way. Yes. How do I clarify that belief which is causing this tension? By unconditionally relaxing as awareness. When you relax as awareness, in the midst of that line, in the midst of a conclusion that you've drawn at some point in your past, that line will come apart. When that line comes apart, any structure that exists in yourself that is dependent on that line being there will also come apart. That registers in yourself as a threat and a loss. It's a threat to your identity in yourself and a loss to your identity in yourself. How do you allow awareness to relax into the heart? In the same way that you relax your body when you sit in a chair. You're able to sit in a chair and maintain your tension. Or you can sit in a chair and let go of your tension. So then you are really sitting instead of just occupying a chair. The reason that you're able to relax into a chair is because as awareness, you know how to be relaxed. You know how to not hold. What's fundamentally true in you as awareness is no holding. Why would I find this belief a threat to myself? 
because you experience it. You experience it in yourself. Once you've brought it into yourself, you lodge that conclusion that you've drawn in your past in your body. In that way, you make the conditioning in yourself physical. It's a part of your body. When you relax as awareness beyond that line in yourself, you'll experience an opening in your body. That opening in your body, in the midst of that line in yourself, will be experienced as a threatening opening. Will it be experienced as fear then? Yes. The tightness doesn't tell you the truth of anything. The fear doesn't tell you the truth of anything. It's a conditioning in yourself and it's made physical in your body. In that way, you've made yourself in how you experience it real. You experience it as being real in your body. formulation of reality in your body doesn't belong to the conditioning in yourself. It belongs to your being. In that way, you're able to make your being physical. You're able to make it real in your body. It's made real in your body by you as awareness believing what you know the truth of. Because you are in a body, anything that you believe as awareness becomes physical. It becomes yourself and it becomes physical. The workings of that belongs to your being. When you believe something that you don't know the truth of, you circumvent your being being made physical and you make an aspect of yourself that is not integrated and not real. You don't know the truth of it. But when you believe something that you don't know the truth of, you make it real. You bring it into reality and you make it physical. If there is a relaxation in awareness, there is a movement towards knowing my being? Yes. But it doesn't work conceptually. So the knowing part is not in the conceptual mind, it's in the heart. And then the heart knows in a different way completely to the mind. Yes. When you relax as awareness while you're in a body, what you know is goodness. When you open as awareness, 
you naturally drop into your heart. When you drop into what you know the truth of in your heart, you naturally begin to drop into some aspect of your being. That opens you as awareness into particulars of your own being. And my being is my essential characteristics as a human being, not my learned characteristics. Yes. When as awareness you relax beyond your own heart, you are relaxing into your own being. As you come into your own being, you have direct access into subtleties of goodness. You're not accessing it as a self. You come into it directly as awareness. So it's fundamentally nurturing. It's fundamentally you. It's a real form of you that isn't corrupted. It's pure and it's good. It has no opposite. It's original you. You can see that in very young children, that being. So it's possible to access that even as you go older, although the mind is corrupted and full of beliefs and concepts, you can actually access that when you relax into awareness. Yes. Particularly if it is as awareness that you're relaxing and that you're not taking anything of yourself with you. You don't need yourself for you to be aware. What you're used to is being aware in yourself. You're aware of what you think and what you feel. You don't need your thoughts and your feelings for you to be aware. You don't need yourself for you to be you. In Buddhism they call it unconditional presence, just to be present as experience arises and passes through without making judgments. That's what I experienced as a child, it was there. That's what you see in a newborn baby. When it looks at you, it can't yet relate to yourself. It relates only to you. So it sees you. You're able to be that. And you can't use your past or yourself for you to be that. Your conditioning and your experience doesn't help you. Authenticity of awareness works directly.
when awareness is authentic, it relates directly to what it knows. It responds to what it knows. Then it makes no difference what self it has, what past it has. That pure, authentic knowing, when it moves into the mind, it gets corrupted and changed. The mind doesn't corrupt it. When you move into your mind, your mind doesn't corrupt you. It's your use as awareness of your mind that corrupts you. How can I say, I know this is true, when the mind is always telling me, well, perhaps it's not, perhaps it's this? Forms of you are forms of goodness. When you access anything of your own being, you're accessing forms of you. Forms that perfectly match you. So when you move as them, as awareness, you move as pure form. As awareness, you're able to move as pure form in the context of yourself. As long as what has you as awareness is the direct goodness you know. A goodness that has no opposite. That makes your conditioning not you, but an influence. It's an influence to you. So you experience it in your body, but you know that it's not you. It's not conceptually that you know that it's not you. It is direct. Awareness relaxed cannot respond to what it doesn't know the truth of, even if it experiences it. Even if it has a physical experience. As awareness, don't believe anything you don't know the truth of. Don't believe anything that requires you to unrelax that requires you as awareness to unrelax. Any so-called truth that you experience in your body that feels real in your body, that feels real in yourself, if your participation in that physical reality and how you experience it requires you as awareness to unrelax, requires you to close or to harden. It isn't worth it. For you as awareness to join with that experience, 
at the expense of being fundamentally relaxed. You compromise what is pure you. It doesn't matter how real it seems. So if there's a feeling of agitation and tenseness, that's the heart closing and hardening. Yes. You're able to be in yourself without that closing and without that hardening. When you open and soften in your heart in the context of a conditioning in yourself and that conditioning being physical in your body so it's felt as being real you make yourself feel vulnerable the experience of yourself when you open and soften in it where yourself is not like your own being makes the experience of yourself vulnerable. You're able to reduce that feeling of vulnerability in yourself by closing and hardening in your heart. That closing and that hardening is awareness distorting itself. Holding itself in a configuration of being that's not real. I know that vulnerable feeling and it causes a lot of pain in, in the heart. What, what does one do with that pain? It doesn't cause pain in your heart. It causes pain in yourself. That pain in yourself is an imposition on your heart. When you remain open and soft in the midst of that, you're not being pained. You're experiencing discomfort in yourself. That discomfort can be sharp enough that you relate to it as pain. That pain doesn't stop you from being pure you. Pure you is awareness, purely relaxed, at home, in a beingness, a form of you that is a perfect match to you. You're able to reside in that form, in the midst of vulnerability in yourself, and in the midst of pain in yourself. When you are being what is pure you, in the context of the conditioning that is in yourself, the conditioning opens and it softens. It, it becomes as you are. The difficulty within the experience of that is that you'll feel vulnerable in yourself and you'll experience the pain of that in yourself. You experience the stretch in yourself. 
in yourself, opening and softening and becoming as you are. As awareness, you can achieve pain relief in yourself by unrelaxing, by closing and hardening. In achieving that pain relief, you also compromise not being able to move in a pure form of yours. So you can't move in your own being. You can only move as conditioning in yourself. So when I'm moving as conditioning in myself, will memory say, this is what's happening, I need to relax? You don't need memory. You don't need the intelligence of your mind. You don't need your experience in yourself or the intelligence of your mind for you as awareness to relax. You know. As soon as you begin as awareness to relax even a little bit, you know instead of think. And you know in the midst of your thinking, giving you clarity in the midst of thought, making thought a result of you instead of what leads you and drives you. When I'm identified with a thought, I only know that thought after it's arisen. I, then I say, I have been thinking about this. When I'm in the thought, I'm totally identified with the thought. Yes. But you say there can be clarity within that identification, and you can be seeing what's happening, what that thought arising? You can't have clarity within that identification. No. That identification is fundamentally unclear. When you relax as awareness in the midst of thinking, instead of the thinking being what is first real to you, what is first real to you is what you know. When you are knowing in the midst of thinking, you don't need your thinking for you to be you. If what you think matters to you, then you cannot be free of your thoughts. Your thinking and your style of thinking serves you. If you're invested in your thinking, you cannot be what is pure you in the midst of thought. When you release that investment, you can be pure you 
in the midst of any kind of thought. But then that thought no longer has you and it doesn't serve you. In that way, you are then free of thought. When you're free of thought, you are able to freely think. But then your thinking will reflect what you're being. And your thinking will no longer reflect want and need. It won't reflect your conditioning. It won't reflect what you experience in yourself. Thinking will be a direct reflection of being. Enabling being through thought to become physical. Original thought requires no past. It doesn't require past experience. It doesn't require conditioning. You're speaking of a paradigm which is difficult to achieve. It's impossible to achieve. fruit of being. Awareness being what it knows. In the midst of whatever self it has. Being what you know. of your conditioned self, little bit by little bit, transforms your conditioned self into a form and a structure on the level of yourself that is a match to the form of your being. Slowly, yourself becomes as your being is. To use yourself to achieve that only makes yourself more like it already is. Yourself doesn't become like your own being without you being the same as your own being in the midst of yourself. Whatever you as awareness use, yourself becomes. It works perfectly. If you use yourself to become like your own being, 
yourself will be even more like what it already is. Through use, it becomes more closed and harder. Because its use isn't like what you really are. you to be as you really are. You have perfect form of that already and it isn't in yourself. It's your own being. Any delicacy of being is a perfect little form of you. Your whole being is made of forms, intricate forms of you. They're all interconnected. And it's multi-leveled. The tiniest aspect, the tiniest particular of your own being is a perfect little particle of you. It's a perfect match to you. When you're being that tiny particle, in a tiny little way, you move as form, perfectly as you. As awareness, you're able to move with perfect form. But only within the particulars of your own being. When you are being yourself, then you move as form that isn't like you yet. The self that you're accustomed to is a raw material through your own past experiences, these raw materials form structures. These structures, in how you experience them and in how you move in them, are not a reflection of you. The perfect reflections of you are known within any aspect of your own being. in your heart where you're able to come into these aspects of your being regardless of what yourself is like regardless of what you think and feel regardless of your past and what you're experiencing in the midst of yourself in how you experience it in midstream when you relax as awareness, you naturally drop into your heart. It's in your heart where you come into the fundamentals of your own being. It's in your heart where you know openness and softness. 
when you respond to that openness and that softness, you're drawn into your heart and you're drawn into aspects of your being that easily reside in your heart. When as awareness you close and you harden for any reason at all, you are bringing some aspect of what you experience in yourself into your heart. And your heart becomes as yourself is. Instead of your heart being as your own being is. The transition point as awareness to your own being is in your heart. So the heart is a fulcrum between knowing the being and also knowing the surface levels. Awareness knows both aspects of one's being. In your heart you relate to beingness. It's either an openness and a softness which is true to your own being. When as awareness you open and you soften in your heart you come into a form of that openness and that softness. That form is denser in your heart than it is in your being. So there's already an increase of form of your own being when you open and you soften in your heart. That increased density of your own being naturally moves into yourself. Yourself is used to express what you're being in your heart. When, as awareness, you become unrelaxed, your heart closes and it hardens. Your beingness within the form of your own heart becomes unlike you. And your being that. There is no influence that's responsible for that. That's you, awareness, unrelaxing. Whatever your reason is for unrelaxing, that reason is not true to you. Making it not true for you. When you use your thinking and your feeling to defend the closing and the hardening, you give further form to that closing and that hardening. When in your experience it seems to you that you're not able to open and to soften, it's because you are within a line in yourself, subconscious or conscious. A line of yourself that serves you. That line is made of a conclusion that's drawn. 
It's a truth that is held in place. It's a substance of yourself being used to give form to that conclusion. A conclusion where you as awareness have believed something. Believe something that you didn't know the truth of. But believe something that worked in yourself to alleviate vulnerability or pain. As soon as that conclusion is made, it holds. When you move on in your experience, away from that conclusion, the conclusion doesn't go away. It continues and it resides in your subconsciousness, your subconscious self. When something of life comes your way and touches upon that conclusion, that line will vibrate like a tight cord, like a piano string. And it resounds in yourself, controlling your behavior. You behave on the basis of that conclusion that you've drawn. As soon as you move in that behavior, you strengthen that string in yourself. You make it tighter and you make it thicker. And this could happen throughout your whole life. Yes. Not it can. It does. That string doesn't come apart without you as awareness in the midst of that string in the midst of its tightness relaxing you being what is counter to your own experience which threatens your experience It has happened quite a few times when I'm in despair or I'm in a rage or anger that I do relax. That relaxation creates an opening. It becomes weaker. In the midst of that rage or that anger, you're able to open and to soften perfectly. There isn't anything that stops you unless... There's something within the structure of that rage or that anger, even within its underlying structure, that serves you. If it serves you, you won't relax. Because if you relax within what used to serve you, or what does serve you in yourself, you experience that as the undoing of yourself. When you, as awareness, relax in the midst of your conditioning, the holding in your conditioning passes away. You experience that as you passing away. If you don't want to pass away in your experience, as awareness, don't open. 
So that passing away can be experienced as a form of dying? Yes. It isn't a real dying. It is a dying of how, as awareness, you use yourself. How the configuration of yourself serves you. What dies is not yourself. What dies is how you've used yourself. What dies is how the configuration of yourself serves you. When it simply no longer serves you, you as awareness naturally and perfectly relax. And the conditioning no longer determines your behavior. It doesn't hold you. That translates into full exposure in your experience to how different yourself is from you. You experience that as pain and vulnerability. If you have an aversion to pain and vulnerability, then you'll close and you'll harden. You'll be precisely as yourself is. That gives you a temporary relief from that pain and that vulnerability. And it separates you from what you really are. in the belief of what you experience in yourself. You fool yourself. You teach yourself that yourself is you. Your own being isn't even you. Your own being is a perfect form of you. Yourself is able to become like that by you being your own perfect form in the context of a self that doesn't feel like that or function like that yet. So one needs to accept the fact that one is going to feel pain and vulnerability. Acceptance helps. But acceptance isn't really it. When you try to use acceptance, that's using an ability that you have in yourself. When you use acceptance to be your awareness. You fool yourself. That makes yourself spiritual. A spiritual self isn't a real self. You being openness and softness of heart in the midst of whatever kind of self you have 
won't make yourself spiritual. It will slowly make yourself a little bit more just like you. Just like what you're being in it. When you open and soften in your heart, in the midst of a conditioning in yourself, that translates directly into acceptance. Acceptance is a fruit of being. When you are in some experience of separation and you use acceptance to come back home into something of what you know you really are, that acceptance separates you further. Because it's ego-driven. Yes. The acceptance in that way makes yourself more important. It makes your own experience important. It makes your experience within yourself more important than what you know the truth of. And what you know the truth of isn't conceptual. It's beingness. The beginning of that beingness is openness and softness. Fundamental to how acceptance really works. When you are aware of that black gristle in your solar plexus, what you are aware of is uncommon. You're aware of your own subconsciousness. You're aware of the structures in place and how you've concluded the truth of something that you didn't actually know the truth of, but where those conclusions served you in yourself. That black crystal is how you have put your will together. When you are openness and softness of heart, in the midst of your experience of that black gristle in your solar plexus, really old willfulness that has served you right up to date opens and softens. And your experience right there of willfulness turns into willingness. not willingness to anything in yourself. It's not thought or feeling based. The willingness is a manifestation of your response as awareness in the midst of a form of yours that isn't yet like you, becoming like you, becoming just like you hear you. The willingness is
is an expression of your response as awareness in the context of a distorted form in response to pure being. It manifests in your will as your will opening and softening. In your experience, there's a little part of yourself, one little line in yourself that's tightly drawn, opening and softening. And slowly becoming just like your being. If there's any part of that that doesn't serve you in your experience, then you can stop that by believing what you've already concluded in your past and reinforcing that in the present, making your experience of yourself matter more than any of the forms of your own being. Making yourself matter more than what you know. In that way, you'll then treat what you think and what you feel as the truth. Instead of the truth being something that you know, and its form is how your own being moves. Yourself, the conditioning in yourself, your whole past doesn't stop you from entering your own being. You use it to stop you. If any of it in your experience, in what you think and feel, in what you want and in what you need, serves you. Whatever serves you as awareness within yourself makes you more of that. It makes you more of yourself. If the truth you know, which isn't something that's conceptual, serves you. If the reality of anything in your being is what serves you. If being that serves you in the midst of yourself, then you have your being in the midst of all of yourself. Nothing is able to separate you from your being unless something of the experience of that separation serves you as awareness in yourself, making you a victim of that.
a victim of yourself and a victim of what you know. When you're separate from your own being because of taking yourself to heart, you will be a victim of your own being. The experience of that is that you know that you have a being and you can't seem to be able to access it or get into it. You can't stay there. You're doing that. Not you as a self, but you as awareness in the midst of yourself. Believing what you're experiencing in yourself instead of believing what you simply know in your heart. What you know in your heart isn't conceptual. It's beingness. What you know in your heart when you relax even a little bit as awareness is that it is true for you to open and to soften. And you know that you have no good reason to not to not open and to not soften. Any reason that you have in your thinking and your feeling is a delusion. It's not real. What is real is that you know in your heart to open and to soften. And you're not genuinely happy without opening and softening in your heart. Thinking and feeling are so powerful, so dominant. If what you think and what you feel serves you and yourself, then it feels powerful. If it doesn't serve you at all in yourself, what serves you in the midst of yourself is you being just like your own being. And nothing prevents you from that. There isn't anything that can separate you from what you really are. And there isn't anything that can separate you from the perfect forms of you. Nothing can separate you from your own being, except you believing what you don't know the truth of, but where that belief serves you in some way in what you experience in yourself. When you make yourself your home, you separate from the perfect form of you, your own being. And you separate from your own heart the only real access to your own being.
you cannot access your being without you returning to your heart. True knowledge accesses through my heart, so true knowledge is useful. Without me knowing my heart. Yes. The conceptual knowledge is of use. Its use is it directs you in your own experience to what you know. When you try to use that knowledge, as soon as you're knowing within the knowledge, you'll separate from your own being. When you surrender to what you know within the knowledge, you beautifully separate from the structure of that knowledge. You separate from the concept of it. And you drop deep into the truth of it. The truth of what gives life to that concept. Enabling you to then purely embody what you know. Which shows in your thinking. Your conceptual thinking. Your conceptual mind becomes your own being, manifest. Your being manifested into clear thinking. Thinking that is as beautiful as you are in your being. Real thought is a fruit of being. Thought that is a fruit of being will not even a speck be in defense of what you experience in yourself. It is an arising form in yourself that is just like your own being. That gives you an idea, a pure idea of what the rest of yourself later become. So it's a movement from something which is non-manifested to something which is manifested. Yes. Thinking doesn't belong to what you experience in yourself. It's a movement of form within yourself to your being. It doesn't move in defense of yourself. It doesn't move in proof of yourself. It moves as a result of your own being. 
It's the flowering of your own being. <laughs>